Welcome back to the Prospered Soul podcast. In today's podcast, we're talking about the benefits of journaling. Journaling is actually a spiritual process, I think. It can affect you in so many ways. Most importantly for me is that journaling encourages a space from your negative thoughts. I picked up the habit of journaling when I was still married to my ex-husband, very much involved in Christian um thoughts and going to church Sunday and Wednesday and Sunday night and being um, part of the church and following, you know, the teachings like turn the other cheek and um, the Ephesians 34, 31 woman and trying to be a faithful woman. I'm always going to be faithful. I'm not going to cheat, but um, trying to love, to really love, not just in my mind but to really have that energy that that force of love because I really believe that if I had faith if I did my faith walk and it was a walk of faith and love combined that I could heal anything right that I could prevent my children from being the statistic of a um, broken home that I wouldn't let the enemy come in and destroy because at that time, I thought it was the devil, Satan, who was working through my ex-husband, who was causing the problems, and that's who my enemy was. And so I tried not to be offended by whatever the human man was doing. And I looked beyond that to the spiritual, to, and I, I wrestled with not flesh and blood, but with, with spirituals, yada, yada. That doesn't work for narcissistic relationships, I'm just telling you. Verbal abusive narcissistic relationships are intentional and they like it and they're going to keep doing it and none of that's going to work for you i will go out on a limb and say that it'll save you years so what i did because when i would go into counseling sessions because trust me i called the pastors (laughs) anywhere and i got us some counseling sessions and that's my dog in her bowl. Um, and I, every all the Christian people, be they people in counseling or people just I knew and that knew me and would talk to me privately, what, you know, of course they're going to lead me to the Word of God because they believe that the Word of God is never fails and it doesn't. But you've got to know God for yourself. You have to understand what that word really says. A tradition of man will never work. So I started writing because I could, I felt judged when I talked about Harley. I felt judged when I talked about what I really wanted to say. Even in a counseling session, I got chastised and corrected for being doubtful or bringing in fear. I just wanted to talk about how I felt. You know, it was like as if I couldn't feel how I felt. He could be really angry and over nothing, really. And I'm supposed to overlook it. And he gets to have his feelings, but I got to be the strong one. For 11 years, I'm tired of being the strong one. So 
I started writing in my journal because I could cuss, you know, I could, I could say exactly what I wanted to in this book. And there was nobody there to judge me and tell me I was wrong. It was just me putting my feelings down on paper. And I, and that practice ended up being a saving grace for me. I, it ended up being the way that I saw the patterns in my life, how it showed me how I was not the one at fault. Okay, we're as far as at fault as everyone as you pushed out, which I know now, which I didn't know then. I kind of always knew that it has something to do with the way that you see yourself in the way that the things that you believe your subconscious mind I've I've known about those things but when it comes to toxic relationships you are not responsible for toxic relationships I understand that there's this law of assumption and these law of attractions and then there's these you know Christian teachings and who knows what else I'm not in any I've never been in any other religion but there's this understanding or this teaching and I don't know everything so that's what I am here just sharing where my mind is at right now in my life in my process with this initial launch of the podcast I do not think everything could be your fault I mean, if they're saying that nobody else exists in your reality, only you exist in your reality, and there's no free will, and yada, yada. Okay, as I grow, I'll understand more. But people can't just, they have to have some kind of agreement to be part of your life, showing up in it, right? So there's some ownership on their part, too. So I'm not going to throw everything on a person and say, girl, that's your reality. It is, you know, you created that. Maybe that's true. Maybe I'll come back and say I was wrong. But for right now, what I'm saying is, you know as much as you know. You do the best as what you can do. And journaling gave me the opportunity to get some space from other people's judgments other people's wants and it let me see exactly what was going on and so what I started to do was I would write down first because with emotional and verbal abuse you have this amnesia that comes over you after the incident So you have a hard time remembering, like recalling facts and details. You just know that you feel bad all the time. So what I would do and what I felt was really relieving for me, and I didn't realize that there was this science behind journaling, was, and I started putting it down on different pieces of paper. I don't know how intuitively I just knew to do this, but it wrote down what happened. Because I got so tired. I mean, I'm talking about, I started ruminating when my, when Ebony, my, my oldest was, I believe she was three, maybe, maybe three or or younger. And at that point of time, Christian, my son wasn't even born yet. 
And I remember having this rumination going in my head, like always trying to figure out what I did to make their father so mad. I spent so much time in my head and not enough time present with them. And now when I started journaling, my children, my oldest was in high school, maybe actually junior high. When I really started journaling is when she hit junior high. That's the long span I had to get the shit or the mess kicked out of me, my head. And with trying to understand, I mean, I think that I turned the other cheek long enough. And if you know me, you know, I, I'm, I've just learned how to be direct in the past three years. I wasn't even direct back then. So I was still trying to figure out how to talk and how to be, you know, just have a soft answer as a response to wrath because he had a lot of wrath. Now I know what was going on and that person had issues. Okay. And I look at it as if that's God's person that he created. I have forgiven, but I haven't forgotten. And don't tell me I have to. I'll decide when I do. But there are things that have happened that not okay. I'll have to do some revision on those things. But I got myself to write down what it was that occurred. Exactly how it happened. Like a script. He said, I said, or what it was that happened what was what was what was the circumstance or the situation what i said what he said i had to write it down like that because i actually kind of felt like my perception was being taken from me and your perception is what they go after abusers to tell you you're wrong it didn't happen that way it wasn't that bad that's not what happened you're crazy okay and it is a way because the perception is where your imagination is where your mind is where your subconscious come is your conscious mind and your your subconscious mind connects it's powerful so of course it's juicy good energy it's a vampire coming after your perception that's where the energy is and for so long i i actually didn't give it away but it was a daily fight every day to maintain my own perception because i might be nice but i'm not stupid you know and everything i did was intentional it was like it was for a purpose it was to give my children a good place to put my children in a good place and i didn't think enough about myself so once I combined it where I thought about myself and them, like, I'm really, 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 really unhappy. You know, where I got, you know, where I got to the place where like, I would rather go to hell. <laughs> I would rather live in hell for the rest of my life than to do this one more day. That's when I was choosing, I chose myself. Kind of silly, but I kind of thought that at that time, that's how strong of a hold the Christian and I'm sorry if you're offended, but the Christian teaching had on my mind that 
I had to surrender my all. When I wanted to stand up for myself, I got batted down and told that it was going to affect my faith walk, which was going to make me fail. My prayers fail. You know, all of the standing in the word fail. And if you know me, I don't like to fail. (laughs) I like to win. Um, I just like to win. Winning is, is feels good. But my children, my children, I'm sorry, but I love my babies. And I was not going to let them down. So once, you know, I came to a conclusion where, and I started writing in my journal, and I started distancing myself from the situations. And I started being able to look at these things. And I started, re- and, and I started saying to myself, wait a minute. I didn't do anything wrong here. Why am I having to turn the other cheek? That person woke up angry. I didn't do anything. The house was clean, spotless. Children are always taken care of. I am not a neglectful mom. Um, I don't ask for too much. I never, I never make your bank account go zero. I don't go out and spend a bunch of money. I don't definitely don't do anything with the opposite sex. Or, you know, I am faithful. I am loyal. I am here, I am supportive, I'm encouraging you, and you just woke up in a bad mood every freaking day for 10 years. And I'm always walking on eggshells, trying not to make you angry, and trying to show you I'm on your side. I'm about tired of this. And I started seeing in, in my journals how this was a pattern. And then God miraculously brought me the book um, the ver- the verbally abusive relationship, how to recognize it and what to do about it by Patricia Evans. And I talk about that book in my other writings, but I cried when I read that book. I weeped. I saw what I was going through and that there was nothing wrong with me and that I had been doing the wrong thing all this time. I actually, if, if I was hit for every emotionally neglectful thing, just emotionally neglectful thing that he'd done, forget the mental cruelty. If that was a, a, a physical touch to my body, I'd have a bruise and people would say, you're abused, get out of this. But because I could never ever and I was so resilient that I would just always be strong that people would be like well you know you guys just aren't getting along and back then the recognition of you know emotional woundings didn't show I I was more emotionally wounded mentally wounded because in my mind I'm pretty strong in my mind but it did weigh on me. That ruminating and, and, and that, that trauma bonding just naturally weighed on me. But the hurt, the, the looking at you at that disappointment, that, that, that snare, you know, that glare at you and the shaking of the head and the blaming you for something you didn't do. Oh my God, so hurtful. 
So writing in my journal, it gave me the space from those negative blames, from the blaming and the accusations. And I was able to take a distance from a distance, look as if I was looking at another person's interactions and I could clearly see what was happening. And I made a whole pattern of it. And I started from that point on seeing the stories and what was happening. And I started delivering myself from that situation to a point where I left and I amazed so much my therapists and my counselors at the Harbor House where I was going for domestic abuse support. Um, and, and that I got a, I got a full ride scholarship to college to the, I mean, they were just like, girl, we know you're going to do something with your life. Um, and I ended up creating my power of clarity, po- um, program all based on this process. It works. Oh, it works. Um, so journaling, it, it provides you a way to process your emotions, you know, and figure out what your next step is. It allows a way for God or spirit to talk to you and for you to have compassion with yourself and to be true to yourself and to remember yourself and to heal. Pick up a notebook or pick up a piece of paper. Definitely, if you're going through relationship problems with anyone, it doesn't even have to be a husband or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. It could just be your parents. It could be your siblings, as I've said before. It could be uh, anyone. I don't, you know, I just had this issue with my husband, that, that Mike's husband. Um, but thank God my parents never had this with my parents but some people do I have clients that do so whoever it is write down you know everything don't try to make it chronological (laughs) because the way that your mind works is going to be all over the place it doesn't need to be in line just write down what happened and how you felt what you said what they said how they reacted you reacted just put that whole thing out on paper like a movie distance yourself from it don't judge yourself for writing it don't make it polite and christiany or catholicy or whatever religion you are make it what it is because god is not a religion he is not a christian he's not a buddhist he's not a muslim he is creator of this universe the heavens and the earth we all exist because of him we don't tell him who he is he tells us who he is and he's always good he's always love always so be good to yourself allow yourself to hear what's going on within you oh another good thing about journaling is things come out that you didn't anticipate answers but things come out. I don't know what it is. I know that there's a science for it. But something moves through you. And it goes down there on paper. And it's, you didn't even anticipate it. You didn't think about it. 
but it just comes through you. There's automatic writing where you just keep writing and you just, you're not even conscious of what you're writing. That's not what I'm talking about here, but that's a thing. That's a vibe. All right. If you need any help at all with your life, with getting your thoughts together, getting your heart and mind connected to reconnecting to yourself, to being stronger, more resilient. I love the messy, messy middle. I, I love, as this one show called, I want to be made, M-A-D-E, that used to come on TV. That was my jam. I love helping people be made. Is there something that you want to become that you've had a hard time doing on your own? I am the girl for that. All right. Thank you again for watching. Anything that I put um, that you may need to contact me is going to be in the descriptions. Have a wonderful day. Go Cowboys.